I want to continue with the testimony that the Lord has given me regarding the things that I have seen the Lord work in and through my life to His glory, to Him be all the glory and all the honor I want to start this segment by reading from John's Gospel chapter 14 verse 12 Verily, verily, I say unto you He that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son if ye shall ask anything in my name I will do it that word ask there can also be translated demand or command in my name Let's also read from Mark 16, 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So, I think we ended where we saw that the Lord healed a woman by the name Rita, Hermana Rita, that was born blind. She began to see when the Lord impressed upon me to sing the Lord's Prayer. She began to see by the grace of God, by the working of miracles, by the working of the Holy Spirit. I did not lay hands on her. I just spoke words that God led me to say before I sang and the Lord is the one that did the miracle so there were many wonderful miracles that happened in that revival that broke out uh, in Honduras the 3rd of December 1990 or 1991 to be exact in in Tegucigalpa, Honduras and I spoke about how the young people were filled with the Holy Spirit as I started and the, some of them spoke in English and one person spoke in Swedish there came a repentance, a, a, a desire for God and a desire to be filled with the Spirit, a desire to repent in order to get closer to God and be filled with His Spirit and that's what triggered the whole thing and there were so many people in that church that were demon possessed or demon influenced and uh, they were stopping the work of the Lord nobody could pastor there for a long period of time they had so many pastors every year because there was like the building was infested by demonic power actually it was the leadership also that they had strong influences of witchcraft and sorcery in their lives and when the Holy Spirit came in these things started manifesting it's like when you're walking through a field and you have these birds pheasants and other birds when you walk through the high grass you get close enough they fly up now when the Holy Spirit comes 
this evil spirit that started manifesting and that started coming out the people. And the delivered young people were so excited and so happy. They were filled with the power of God and the glory of God. They were dancing for hours and praising God. So the miracles that took place in this move of the Spirit were tremendous. And because of the, the miracles, people, <coughs> excuse me, people were drawn to come and see what was going on. Now everything, the greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation, obviously. And but wherever the Holy Spirit moves, wherever the Holy Spirit works, and glorifies Jesus things supernatural things will happen if we are led by the Spirit it says in, in Romans 8 14 for as men as are led by the Spirit of God they are the sons of God Jesus was led by the Spirit of God and we can be led by the Spirit of God if we have the Spirit of God we can if we don't have the Spirit of God we can receive the Spirit of God and that is a command that we seek the Spirit of God. There was a command to the early church, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall receive power to be my witnesses. This is the reason for our lives now, since we have become sons and daughters of the living God, is to glorify God, to build the kingdom, to glorify Jesus, and to continue His works. And the Holy Spirit will do the same works through us that He did through Jesus. And Jesus said, as we just read, that He would do greater works. So there were financial miracles, there were physical miracles, there were spiritual miracles, there were a revival. People were set free from the bondages of the devil. How anybody can be against that is is unbelievable any Christian any believer should be for God's work or for God's light coming in and there was an open door of course we had prayed my father-in-law was with me most of these meetings we started out in that church because of the growth of the meeting and of the attendance of people we had to move to a to a school auditorium and uh, there was a different campaign that we had and then we had to move to a basketball sports arena sports arenas or bullfighting arenas in Tegucigalpa and in Santa Rosa de Copan and in different places in in the country of Honduras Central America so they started with this desire in our hearts and desire of the people that were in the country and they were hungry and they'd be crying out to God such a poor nation hungry for God desperate situations I, my father when my father went with me one time two times he went with me one time uh, in a meeting in Tegucigalpa one meeting in, in the sports arena basketball arena and one time there were all the churches combined in uh, Tegucigalpa, the Sembles of God, and other would come too. And then in a bullfight, in a in a football stadium in uh, in Santa Rosa de Copan, we had another big, wonderful meeting. 
Estadio, Mira, Estadio Miraflores. And uh, we had also bullfighting arena, different bullfighting arenas, as the Lord led, as the, as the Spirit of God was leading and asking us to go ahead. We had to accommodate the, the crowds and the people that will come and the move of the Spirit that He was doing. And we were just part of that move of the Spirit. And we were so grateful and still are that God is still moving. I'm talking now about what happened back in the 90s. And that revival lasted for about 10 years, a little over 10 years. And now the Spirit of the Lord has spoken again. It's coming another wave of the Spirit because people have begun to pray again. And the first revival, I may just mention this, that I heard about that happened in in Honduras, or Honduras, that we say in, like we say in English, was that there was a Baptist church, or a little little congregation, that were, had come together to pray, indigenous, like we say, the Indian population, and they were believers, but they did not know anything about the Holy Spirit. But in the middle of the meeting, the glory of God came into this, what they call temple, we say church. And it was like a cloud of God's glory. And people were so taken and so open for this. They did not want to leave. They stayed there. They didn't want to go anything. They didn't want to do anything but be in the presence of God. And they, they sent a missionary that came on the riding on a mule from El Salvador. And he, to, to teach the people about what was going on. But this in the 90s was a different revival. And uh, there was the manifestations of the Spirit and the wonderful works that God does when Jesus is magnified and lifted up. So, let me just mention a few of the wonderful things that God did. Besides the crowds, and the, the number one thing was the number of people getting saved and the people being revived in the churches, pastors being set free. The, the, the church, in many churches that we came to, the Puente Divina, Tegucigalpa, they were so very financially, financially was very oppressed. But the Lord released the people and sent an anointing of prosperity as we began to pray to break the spirit of poverty over the people. I had never seen before barefooted people come to the church. This was in 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 uh, Santa Rosa de Cupan. And they will walk, they told me they will walk for days just to come to a meeting. Just for this the hunger the hunger was so great for the Lord. And if we go back to what what the the, the things that we saw there in, in, in Tegucigalpa and the surrounding areas, the things that God did, and the, the uh, manifestations of His power. Blind people healed. Deaf people healed. Deaf mutes began to speak. People with short legs, short limbs grew out. Limbs grew out. People that could not have children. I remember one family the Spirit of the Lord will move upon us sometimes. I'm saying us. It was the Spirit of God was doing it. I was the evangelist, but I had people like my father-in-law and other pastors helping me. 
and uh, women that could not have children or couples that were unable to ha have children or conceive and we would pray for them. I remember one family being married for, I think, uh, with husband and wife, I should say. The name was Castillo because the same last name as my, my wife's maiden last name. And they had not been able to have any children. And we prayed for them. And as we prayed, I saw that we, she would have two children. And next time we came back, the next campaign we came back, she was pregnant. And then, sure enough, she had two children in a short period of time. Uh, there was one man that had a, a leg that was like three or four inches, or about three to four inches shorter than the other leg. And he had a, a big, thick heel to keep his, keep his, uh, keep, try to keep the balance because his back will go out. This was actually in in another city. Uh, this was in um, uh, this was in let's see San Pedro Sula. That that was the, the head, where they had the headquarters for the Assembly of God. We had many meetings there, and uh, he was healed. And he gave us this. He gave me the thick rubber heel that he had had to have in his boot in order to be able to walk properly and not get these problems with his back with his back that he had. We prayed for his back and we prayed for his leg. The leg grew out in front of everybody and his back was totally healed. I think when it came to the, the, the miracles of short limbs and legs and, and back problems, we, we're talking about hundreds of people without exaggeration that were healed from this and they were suffering there was one man I remember his name was Vicente from Santa Rosa de Copan and he worked with construction and he worked with cars uh, fixing cars there were had been a, co a collision body shop in other words we would say in English and he had suffered constant back pain could barely he had to take painkillers all the time instantly healed by the power of God from chronic back pain an injury he had in his back Vicente I think his name was Vicente Paredes if I remember right in Santa Rosa de Copan another guy another man Oscar another businessman was a member of a church that church that came out to one of the campaign out of these meetings so many people were saved and many people were they didn't have churches, so we started new churches. One new church that we started in Santa Rosa de Copan uh, was uh, this church that he belonged to. His name was Oscar Santa Rosa de Copan. He had a business. Also, he had tried, he had traveled. He traveled to Salvador. He traveled, I think he traveled to the United States. He traveled different places trying to get relief for his injured herniated disc in his back he had he had x-rays he had all these different things to sh to sh show us when he was testifying about what God had done and in one meeting the Holy Spirit spoke I, I received words of knowledge 
and God was going to heal a certain number of people from these problems. He was one of them. He came up forward. The Holy Spirit touched him as we prayed over him. He was totally, perfectly healed, by the sp instantly healed by the Spirit of God, overcome by joy and gratefulness to God for that tremendous miracle, the relief from this ter terrible suffering. I mean, there were problems in, in ulcers. There were all kinds of miracles. Women with breast cancer. It was a, a couple that had not been have, that had been married for many years. A young couple. Uh, well, they were in the 20s. They'd been married for about 10 years. And they never had been able to conceive. A Oscar Ch a, 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 a Andres Chavez. He's now pastoring in one of the strongest churches in Santa Rosa. After prayer, they, shortly after that period, they, they, uh, his wife got pregnant and they had a child. I mean, I'm just saying what the Spirit of the Lord, some of the things the Spirit of God worked. The meetings, the length of the meetings, the power of God was so strong that we couldn't have a one-hour meeting. There was, first of all, some people, if you work at all in Latin America, you know that people don't exactly show up on time. So after a couple of hours, in, but, uh, you might be, get started getting started. <laughs> the meetings were six to nine hours. There was not unusual. The longest meeting we had started at 11 o'clock and went to 2 o'clock in the morning the next day. 11 o'clock in the morning to 2 o'clock in the morning the next day. And we didn't even try. We tried to stop it, but we couldn't. It was just flowing. People were coming and going. Uh, some villages, we went into villages also, and this new, a new church was started as a result of the revival. They had no pastor, no people. We just started a meeting. People started coming from all over the village coming to find out what's going on, getting saved, being taken by the Spirit of the Lord, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, being healed, just keep on flowing, kept on flowing, kept on flowing. The Lord impressed upon me to allow the angelic forces to work and not so much laying hands on everybody, but let the Spirit of the Lord touch the people. And um, so the glory of God came into this place, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful, just wonderful. Also, there were resistance. There were witch doctors who would come, brujos, they call them, and they would come. They would come to Progreso. They would come to, which is a city that we had a, a big crusade in Progreso. Is outside of San Pedro Sula. We had in Campo Militar. Military football field there, and we were we had as security we had military people with with machine guns. <laughs> but there is a known place for witchcraft, and so in preparation for all these meetings, I had never seen people like this in my life. I, I come from Sweden, but I never seen people so demonized. But we, in preparation for these meetings, my father-in-law and I, we would pray. I would fast, and it would press upon me to fast. I fast three days, excuse me, three weeks, sometimes just on water, sometimes, and, and um, 
we would pray and the Lord will work because we have to have the victory before we get into the battlefield. I went to one place, Choloma. I never saw many demons, seen so many demons people in my life. Um, the, these people, they were so they, tremendously oppressed by evil spirits. When the glory of God came, the demons started as flying, manifest, and screaming and, and coming out of the people. I heard a story, uh, I heard many stories about how these, because people believe in these things and it's working. And, and the if you don't believe in the devil, go to these places, you will for sure <laughs> But when we come with the power and the grace of God and present the people with the gospel, that they can be set free from their sin, they can be set free from the ancestral curses, they can be set free from all kinds of sickness and disease. Sometimes the weather will come against us. Just see if I have time here to mention miracles in the weather. And when we had these open air meetings in, in stadiums and in football uh, arenas and so forth, we didn't have any roof over, obviously, over the people. So we were, and in these countries, it rains a whole lot. So we have to pray. But I remember when we were in Progresso, it started raining, it started pouring. I mean, it started pouring so badly and people were scattering, running all over the place. And I didn't know what to do. I, I, I thought, my Lord, it was, I was going to have an altar call. God, what am I here? What am I doing here? And I, the Spirit of God came upon me and I screamed out because I was getting wet as well. I screamed out in the Spirit. I cried out in the Spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit. not of fear or anything else but the power of the Holy Spirit came upon me I shouted I screamed out no ver mas en esta campaña and the the rain stopped After, uh, uh, not instantly but gradually it, it tapered off it was noticeable and the people came back and we had a wonderful meeting the next day the next day, the people came again, and it started the same thing, but it, st it started raining, it started pouring, and it had thunder and the wind, but do you know what? It was outside the grounds of the meeting, on the cars, outside the football field, where we were, it was dry, you know why? Because God hears prayers. And Jesus had power over the wind. He had power over the, the, the weather forces. And in His name, we do the same thing. When the Spirit of God comes upon us, we can speak to the weather. It has to obey us. When the Spirit of God comes upon us, we can speak to the cancer. We can speak to the sickness and disease. I have so many testimonies. There are too many to tell. But this is just a glimpse of the wonderful things I might have to give another do another segment of this just the miracles that God performed in this wonderful revival in that specific nation and thousands of people were coming to salvation thousands of people were being healed and set free and the, the, the nation this affected the nation the Spirit of the Lord affected the nation through our ministry and as we co co cooperated and worked together with the pastors in the churches 
And where there were no churches or pastors, new churches sprang up. And I have more miracles I'm going to tell you about in the next segment. May God richly bless you, is my prayer. Amen.